Yeah, let's open up the box. Now let's open up the box. What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Hi, welcome to What's in the Box Weekly. It's a weekly mini show for supporters. So if you're hearing this, you're either a pirate or a supporter. And we support both of those things. So thank you. Thank you for either supporting or pirating. They're both. I've asked you. Yeah. They're the only two moral options. Yeah. The only non-moral option is to not be listening to this show at all. True. That I yeah, cannot condone. I can't particularly excuse that. <laughs> Unforgivable. We're the internet's only hot take machine. I mean, I guess I guess not on this show. Not on this show. On the, this is just a, a basic ass culture catch up gab fest. Yeah. Just like every other podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not even cultures. I mean, I guess culture. I guess it's kind of always culture. I was going to be like, sometimes it's food or like words or drinks, but those are all culture too. So That's culture. Yeah. That's culture. Should, Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we should get into like pickling or kombucha or fermentation. Cultures. Yeah. Culture, culture. Catch up. <laughs> yeah. Sourdough. Well. Yogurt. Do you want to go first? I... I made pizza. That's cultured. <laughs> Culture is um, involved. I, sure, sure. I'll go first. Great. I am not all the way caught up on the Rings of Power, oh, the Lord of the Rings show. Interesting. Uh, I think we watched uh, three episodes, Becca and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's really boring <laughs> and bad. And garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some people make this claim, yes. Yeah, which is a shame because, like, so much of the discourse, you know, is around, like, whether or not it's disrespectful to J.R.R. Tolkien's, you know, vision to have black characters. It is? <laughs> or black oh, actors. Fuck. Per- God damn it. I mean, I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised, but that fucking sucks. I haven't I hadn't what? heard that that's what, what the sucks? Di- that that's the discourse. Oh, yeah, that's no, like not that the only thing that people are talking no, about. No, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> Take a step back. <laughs> oh, Maddie, 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 Maddie. <laughs> I've tipped my hand I and now everyone knows I'm super racist. I guess we're doing Uh-oh. the discourse here. Here it comes. Uh, I remember when this was first, the first teaser came out, you know, it was revealed that there will be actual people of color in this show. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's when the discourse started. That's when the conversation started. And it was actually really interesting to follow Jake Blunt uh, Mm. on social media during that time because he's probably the biggest Lord of the Rings fan and nerd that I know. He's actually read all of the things Mm -hmm. and is very invested in the lore. And he had a really interesting take Mm -hmm. (laughs) on it, which is just... which basically a non-colorblind take. He was like, you know what? I don't need representation of, of you know, black people in um, am- among the Numenorians or the elves because they're kind of like white supremacists and, like, that is not meaningful to me to, like, be represented among those uh, <laughs> among those uh, people groups. I love that. Um, I thought that was a really Hot interesting take. take. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was kind of like the one, the one person of color that I heard uh, anecdotally, you know, uh, c- 
kind of like come out in a very specific way not not against not virulently against you know having like a black elf you know but saying like well if we're actually looking at the world building um and the lore here (laughs) and what it means uh and ways that those relate to our world here's how i feel which i thought Mm -hmm. was interesting but then he also said like um some interesting discourse around um apparently like the descriptions in the books of the hobbits you know like a lot of them are are people of color um or could be perceived as people of color a lot of them Uh, kind of like brown skin right right yeah and uh you know he had a great you know little bit of rhetoric you know against even though he was also like yeah i don't necessarily need (laughs) uh black elves or numenorians or whatever but he's like well, y'all didn't seem to mind when they um, had, um, uh, what's the word, cross-racial casting, or, mm-hmm. or when, they changed, when they changed the race of the actor playing the, the character. You, know, you didn't seem mm-hmm. to mind it when all of the hobbits were white, so, you know, obviously that's not the mm-hmm. issue. Anyway, I think that's like the most interesting thing about this show. <laughs> <laughs> Is what Jake uh, Blunt said about it. (laughs) Is, yeah. And like, yeah, because like the discourse everywhere else was like really annoying too, you know? Like, I mean, I get it. It's just, you know, racism is usually so boring. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so this show is really boring and uh, it feels very like written by, I feel like I can see all the seams. Mm -hmm. Um, Feels very writer's roomy. Um, which is a word I've been using a lot to describe a certain vibe of a show. Like, mm-hmm. do I feel like I can track, you know, like a room of writers being like, okay, so we need to get these characters over to this location. <laughs> um, how are we going to make that happen? You know, mm-hmm. and like, oh, there needs to be some sort of conflict here. So let's drum up some sort of conflict. Mm-hmm. Um and I wish I remembered more specifics, but it was so boring that I really don't <laughs> remember. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think the thing that is the most interesting in the show is also <laughs> a, uh, a a um, a a bit of r- racial allegory in the show, mm. which is... racial allegory in the Lord of the Rings? No, yeah, couldn't be. <laughs> um. Yeah, they did this crazy thing, uh, which is there's this one black elf character, and essentially he, (laughs) um, I wish I remembered their name, but there was a a black creator on TikTok talking about Rings of Power. TikToking about it. Yeah, TikToking about it. Um, You gotta walk the walk if you're gonna TikTok the talk. (laughs) Uh, and they said, I like how this character's role is basically to make sure that the South doesn't rise again. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, like, this elf is in charge of, like, um, like kind of overseeing this, like, human uh, civilization. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or is part of a group of elves that are overseeing this human civilization. And they all have some sort of ancient beef with the elves. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like it's 
to me, it seems like they are two sort of like peer groups um, Mm -hmm. who have a messy history as opposed to um, some sort of like lops, like lopsided asymmetrical power imbalance. Um, But they're trying to, it feels like they're trying to play it like, uh, you know, the elves are basically black people, (laughs) 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 which I don't know that much about the Lord of the Rings. I don't think that's true. Um, yeah, and if I don't, anything, it's like, yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> maybe the opposite. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so one of the... <laughs> Aren't they, like, basically, like, Aryans? Yeah. Basically, like... Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, the master race or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, one of the main... <laughs> tensions that's introduced in the first episode and then it's kind of dropped um i don't know if they'll get back to this at all but basically like this uh elf played by a black actor is um attracted to one of the humans uh and like and the the human is at least not black i don't necessarily know if they're white um Mm -hmm. but um basically all the humans are like we see the way you look at her and stuff and like trying to start fights with him in a bar and uh yeah um they're trying to do this like uh loving v virginia thing in this show which is like wild that they're trying to do this um yeah especially when they've already kind of like did that you know in the lord of the rings um with arwen and what's his name yeah what's his butt what's his name yeah Ganondorf. I don't mm. remember. Argle Bargle, <laughs> I think it was. Argle Bargle. <laughs> Argle Bargle um, the fourth, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Aragorn. Vigo That's what I said. Um, and, uh, yeah, I it reminded me of this thing that they, uh, a way that they uh, rate movies on Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, the podcast, mm-hmm. um, where they talk about the concept of the swirl, Mm-hmm. Which is basically like I'm down with the is a is a black man allowed to connect sexually or romantically with a white woman, um, and that that is an inherently progressive thing still to the, you know to mm-hmm. to show yeah um, totally. like that is yeah which uh, you know I wasn't aware of until they like mentioned that and then I thought about it I was like oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to think of e- examples of that where it is like acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see that mm-hmm. a lot in media. It's almost like it. Like we all subconsciously like have some sort of aversion to it that we've been taught. <laughs> so <laughs> almost, yeah, yeah, almost <laughs> uh, that we need to unlearn. Um, hypothetically, if it were there, which yeah, it's not <laughs> definitely not. No, that's um, ridiculous. So it's, you know, like on the one hand, I'm like, okay, I kind of appreciate that they're trying to do a swirl. Um, but I'm really distracted by the, like the, like racial allegories of like elves or black people. (laughs) Humans are like white supremacists. Um, also like, it seems like there's some sort of like alt-right like boy in it who's about to get radicalized <laughs> like Uh-oh. i don't know there's all this weird shit in the show that doesn't feel appropriate um to me 
uh yeah so um i don't know i we we, we read the hobbit recently which is fucking great um it's so good think, it's so much it's better really than lord of the rings <laughs> that's yeah. my hot take and um i've been thinking a lot about um you know the whole racial allegory of the dwarves and um mm-hmm. how like that makes me really uncomfortable yeah and then i was thinking about it and like i don't remember exactly when it was written but like um i don't know like thinking of, i've been thinking about it a little more critically lately because it's very clear in the book that the dwarves are not monolithic um mm-hmm. so and just to be clear you're talking about how the dwarves are kind of jews the dwarves are Jews. Dwarves yeah. are Jews. Basically, J.R.R. Tolkien has said, my books are not allegories, except mm-hmm. the dwarves are Jews. <laughs> um, <laughs> really? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> like, the edition of, like, the Fellowship of the Ring that I read a long time ago, like, the whole introduction is like, this is not a World War II allegory. But the door, the, but late, later on at other times, he's said, like, yeah, I kind of, like, was inspired by the Jewish people when I talked about the dwarves. Um, basically, okay, so I mean, basically, at least it's kind of a positive. I mean, it seems like Tolkien really likes the dwarves. So that's yeah, I think something he I has guess, a lot right? of respect for the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also has, um, criticism for certain dwarves who are reacting to their history of trauma by wanting to perpetuate that trauma. And like, they want to turn into an oppressor. That doesn't sound like any anything to parallel in our world. So, what, <laughs> but, a, what but a fantastical also... <laughs> fantasy! <laughs> yeah, like he's he's also really clear to be like this is not a monolithic trait of dwarves. This mm-hmm. is this one dwarf who has a huge chip on his shoulder, who ultimately wants something good, which is like the safety and dignity of his people, but like at what cost, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and what happens, like, who is he going to step on, you know, along the way? And, you know, um, and ultimately, spoiler alert, I mean, you've had a few decades, <laughs> like almost a century <laughs> to like uh, read this. But ultimately, the character of Thorin Oakenshield um, is redeemed in the end. Um, I and it's he, like, Thorin Oakenstein. Uh, or or Th- Thorenberg o- Oakenstein. I'm glad this is behind the paywall. <laughs> this is um, yeah. This is this is a, yeah. It's a bit much. Sorry. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable even just bringing it up. But like yeah, I I feel a renewed like kind of like oh. On the other hand, maybe J.R.R. Tol- Tolkien was onto something and not being um uh insensitive or like doing some sort of one for one, you know, sort of allegory. Mm -hmm. I I think he's doing it in good faith and he has some interesting things to say. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are still some cringe moments in his depiction of the dwarves and how he talks about them. Mm -hmm. But there are also all these other moments, you know, where like the dwarves are like, um, you know, fractured because some of them Mm -hmm. are like, "Eh, maybe this isn't worth it. Or like, I don't know so people could get hurt, you know, and, uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, he's pretty open about like basing other groups on 
quote unquote races from the real world. Like, is that true? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm unfamiliar he, with that. At least from what I understand, um, what I, what I'm remembering from, I guess now, like probably 20 years ago. <laughs> Oops. Um, like, uh, I think he he definitely is pretty open about like basing the hobbits on his sort of idea, uh, his idealized version of like the English farmer, the like yeoman farmer. Sure. He's like stout and um, whatnot. Um, The like agricultural idyllic um, village. Um, And he he hates like industrialization, obviously. Hmm. And um, the elves are kind of like Aryan, like Norse. There's like something going on there, I think. Um, Right. And then, of course, there's, like, people who are pretty pretty clear, like, North African-like analogs, right? If not outright caricatures. I don't remember to what extent they're in the books, but I don't... I've, they're very heavily featured in the movies, but I don't really remember much about them in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's, um, at least, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, like, is it better that he didn't just like single out jewish folks for like inspiration or i have no idea it's kind of a problematic and fraught thing to do in the first place probably absolutely um and i mean it i i hate that kind of stuff it's it's very i mean it's it was very widespread in like europe um to have that kind of like, I mean, it's like scientific racism, basically. It's like the character of the Frenchman is like this. And it's when you right. get down to it, it's like right. Herrenvolk shit. It's like this sort of weird inborn tendency, um, hierarchy of races, like phrenology. Um, certain races are uh, less human than others type stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's all fraught. Um, and I at least appreciate the the effort that Tolkien is going into, like in The Hobbit, when he's trying to explore some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just feel like uh, what they're trying to do in this show is pretty confounding. Um, mm-hmm. This is... I, I don't know who should tell this story, but I don't think... I don't think the rings of power. I don't think it's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I don't think it's Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. I could quickly talk about a movie called Language Lessons. Okay. Um, this is a movie that came out in 2021. Uh, it was written and directed by Natalie Morales. Uh, I guess it was also co-written by Mark Duplass. And they're the two who star in it. Uh, Natalie Morales and Mark Duplass. And it is a story that is told entirely through two different webcams. Um, And it's about this guy, played by Mark Duplass, who uh, gets signed up for Spanish language lessons with um, Natalie Morales' character, who lives in Costa Rica, and starts him off with, like, conversation and stuff. Um, And I am, like, pretty skeptical of those kind of, like, gimmicky movies of, like, we're just going to have only the two webcams and those are going to be the feeds and we're going to just be like seeing the conversation. Interesting. But it works really well in this movie. Huh. That's um, hard for me to imagine. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, it helps that like, you know, their laptops and phones that they can move around a bit. Um, 
and it helps that it's really well written and acted. Um, not to like spoil too much, but each of them has problems that they are slowly, like bit by bit, kind of revealing to each other or um, asking for help with in like kind of coded ways. But it's really lovely to see um, the way they converse. And um, I think specifically because Mark Duplass's character is a gay man, I hmm. think that really informs the dynamic because not to make problematic generalizations, of course, which I never do. Um, I think the average gay man is probably a lot more emotionally intelligent than your average hetero man. Um, that's my so that's, opinion. That, that's been my anecdotal experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so his like emotional intelligence and his like, caring towards her is really interesting to see combined with like her um like setting boundaries or overstepping her own boundaries and then like backtracking and like deciding how much is vulnerable deciding how safe he is also just on like a very basic level um and uh yeah i man i'm describing it not very well and like in a very abstract way but the conversations are super interesting and the ways they like interact with each other and like call each other on their bullshit or don't or um yeah the like the relationship that starts forming between them which is super interesting and like super beautiful to see um i think as someone who's thought a lot about gender and sexuality i think i mean i think i've mentioned this on one of these shows before but like um there's that standard like cultural idea right that like men and women can't be friends. Yep. Um, and that was the like starting premise for so many like sitcom episodes in the nineties or the aughts or whatever. Um, when Harry met Sally. Oh yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> kind of is, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I dislike that and I don't think it's necessarily true, but I think it often ends up being true because um, so much of like heterosexual male sexuality is um, so like uh, at odds with being a good friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you can't, it, it's, I think it's difficult for mainstream hetero male sexuality to move from like friends to dating um, or to like actually be friends with someone in, instead of just like pretending to be friends so that you can date them later. Um, anyway. All this to say that, like, there's this unique space um, that can exist, I think, between, like, a gay man and a... They don't get into, like, her sexuality or identity or anything, but, you know, they, uh, between a gay man and a woman. Um, and how... When a gay man <laughs> loves a woman. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really sweet. And, like, just knowing that... I mean, the, I'm sure this is like at least partially dysphoria talking, but knowing that like male heterosexual sexuality is so often like predatory and knowing that there is no element of like him preying on her is, I think, really changes up the dynamic a lot in really interesting mm. ways. Um, mm. 
I mean, she still like takes a while to trust him. Um, but yeah, and then the ending is like really beautiful. I loved it. I didn't know how they were gonna pull it off, but they pulled it off. Yeah, uh, cool. highly recommended. It. It's ninety minutes, um, and it's really sweet and it's just like yeah, so heartfelt and emotionally intelligent and has such interesting dialogue. I mean, I'm kind of a junkie for like character dialogue heavy movies. I love like the link later, like before midnight type stuff. Yeah, those and, are great. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm all about this. Um, yeah, it was really good. So yeah. Cool. Language lessons. Where'd you watch it? Um, I think it fell off the back of a truck. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of piracy. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> Well, let's close up the box. Now let's close up the box. Now let's close up the box.